It is the duty of the free man to resist tyranny at every turn. Every man will either watch his freedom stripped away or take action to protect what he loves. Introducing the A3, the newest revolutionary body armor from Armored Republic. The A3 is the new standard for lightweight multi-hit body armor. A3 plates are incredibly light at 4.6 pounds. The patented design captures fragmentation while remaining multi-hit capable. The A3 will stop up to M80 ball, yet comes in at only 0.7 inches thick. The A3 is the thinnest NIJ.06 compliant or certified composite standalone plate that includes the drop test. The A3 is the first of its kind, patent pending, that combines an alloy strike face with polyethylene backing, revolutionizing body armor technology by providing strength and durability while remaining sleek and maneuverable. The A3 is the new standard in lightweight body armor. The fight against tyranny just got stronger. Welcome to Beer and Psalm Wednesday. Uh, Pastor Toby Chuck Knox, I'm the Water Boy, and we're here with the Stumbler, a yes. Russian Imperial Stout. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna you drink are. down the Russians today. <laughs> That's what we're gonna do. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I and and if you guys haven't heard, we're actually suspended from YouTube Yay. this week um, because great. you know when you have Doctor Peter McCullough on, that's what happens. Also, we didn't do it. you get suspended. also also we're not sorry. And yeah, sorry, not sorry. Yeah. No, not, not even sorry. Not even sorry. Yeah. Not even. Um, and so during this advent season, as you guys like join very, been, our club and support our show, it's been very bad. Yeah, very and we bad. plan to be better. Yeah, we're with, gonna we're gonna step with, it up with your help. Stop! I'm gonna read the. Okay, stop right. it. He will He's trying it. to do my my ad for me. It's Christmas, so join Yama. the club. No, Sean <laughs> Kingston, man. He wants to take over my ad. I got one him. way or the I, other. I got Just him. kill it. He got it. Yeah, open up your beer, man. Your Russian beer. Your your your, what's that guy's name again? That boot guy. Boots, Victor Boots. Yeah, yeah. Probably got uh, it from on him. your bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> that's Yuri Bezmenov. Oh, that's right, right. Wrong Russian. It's Christmas, so you really should join our club, especially since YouTube wants us to feel awful and bad and sad, and we don't. We're not sorry. We're gonna keep saying the same things again and again. We're gonna get the truth out there. And just to incentivize your Christmas spirit during the month of December, the first 75 people to upgrade, are there, how many are, I mean, we have some left? Yeah, we got some. Okay, there's still some left. If you upgrade or join the club, uh, it's a gold or platinum club membership. Oh, uh, man. You will get our 32-ounce Kodiak Christmas Santa Claus water bottle. And a uh, free subscription <laughs> Santa Claus water bottle. to our Fight, Laugh, Feast magazine. Is Santa Claus red? I mean, isn't it? That's right? good. Totally. Candy cane red? What it. do you want? Uh, by joining the Fight, Laugh, Feast army, you not only will be aiding in our fight to take down YouTube and Facebook and all of the other secular and legacy medias, but you'll also get access to content placed on our club portal, such as past shows, all our conference talks. An exclusive content for club members that you won't be able to find anywhere else. Like backstage yeah, yeah. conversations with like people like Matt Strickland who are yeah. told us oh, top update. secret information. We got an update. A backstage. Matt texted me and he said they won today. They won. Like they what won. in what way? He said they're getting their license back and they don't have to pay anything. Like I, I think they got the cross politic bump. Oh! What happened? 
I think yes. that's what happened. Yes. And he said he said they're getting their license back. And <laughs> that's what it was. And they don't have to pay anything. I tagged and Elon on if, Twitter. I think that was it. If that your company good. is being hassled by the federal government or the local government, come on, come cross, on politics. cross politics. Uh, we got you. The day we got you. we get done doing the show, you <laughs> yeah. winning. Fox you, will cancel you. We you got winning. you. We don't have the big money of woke media, and so our club members are crucial yeah. to this fight. Help us keep helping uh, small business owners in America like like Matt Strickland. So join the movement. Right. Join That's our true, army. Though. Sign up today at fightlaughfeast.com. As you know, this past week, uh, Biden, actually yesterday, yeah. signed the Disrespect for Marriage Act, oh, yeah. or uh, they're calling it Respect for Marriage Act, but you know, they got personal pronoun problems too. Right. Um, and uh, he threw this big party on the White House lawn oh, celebrating course. the Disrespect yeah. for Marriage Act. He yeah. lit up the White House last night in, in, uh, in PLGBT in, colors. In, uh, in Noah's Ark uh, Yeah, the Noah's Ark colors. Right. I, I, um, um, right. Uh, I also think we need to put the P before the LGBT instead yeah. of LGBT. Yeah, P LGBT. We need we need to ah, do that. You know, yeah. Pe- pedophilia. P LGBT. Right, right. yeah. yeah. Groomers. I think Groomers. that's a yeah. good idea, Gabe. Yeah, good. Yeah. 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 P LGBT. So, I'm gonna do it. Uh, anyways, here's here's Biden's kind of wrapping up his talk on on celebrating the signing of this right before he signed the disrespect for marriage. Racism, oh. anti-Semitism, homophobia, transphobia, they're all Arachnophobia. connected. <laughs> all the good. antidote to hate is love. This law and the love it defends strike a blow against hate in all its forms. And that's why this law matters to every single American, no matter who you are or who you love. This shouldn't be about conservative or liberal, red or blue. No, this is about realizing the promise of the Declaration of Independence, a promise rooted in a sacred and secular beliefs, <laughs> a promise that we're all created equal. We're all entitled this is to what Abraham Lincoln called an open field and a fair chance. You know, there's nothing more decent, more dignified, more American that we're about what we're doing here today. It's about who we are as a nation. It's about the substance of our laws. It's about being true to the best of the soul of America. Decency, dignity, love. God bless you all and may God protect our troops. And now, let me sign the Respect for Marriage Act into law. This is not about conservative, liberal, red, blue. He just, he's got voice and modulation problems. He just. I don't think that's the most. This is the most significant problem. No, he has. No, it's but not. that's what Gabe heard. <laughs> yeah, that's. I can't get over it. How Gabe's like, where is his like, speech coach? This yeah. is offensive. <laughs> the way he talks. Um, I'm deaf in one ear. I need. I need up and down. Notice. Know? Notice. First of all, he appealed to all the gods of the pantheon. Yep. Homophobia, arachnophobia, <laughs> racism. I don't know all the other things. Racophobia. Uh, all, all the all the uh, the gods. Yeah. Appealed to all the gods. Um. Also. Um. He appealed to God, the yeah. creator. Yeah. God bless America. God yeah. bless our troops. God protect our troops. You know, God's not going to protect our troops. No. no. You know what? I, I mean, he, I, he's doing something that, like, he's he's giving God the middle finger. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Appealing to the creator. Who's that? Yeah. Who created us? Yeah. Yeah. Who created us? Yeah. Right? And, and does yeah. he, how, I mean, how do you know he created us? Right. Where, where, where'd you get that from? Yeah. And, why, and what gives you the right to... Redefine what marriage is. You can't. You aren't. Right. Um, you're you're bra- blathering nonsense. And then you have the audacity to ask the God that you just 
blasphemed. Yeah, to bless uh, to bless, bless you, bless us, and bless our troops. When I saw the White House lit up in the uh, the arc colors, the but we know arc-y, that, arc-y, what arc they mean. Colors. What they mean is the PLGBT colors, right? Groomer colors. Uh, the groomer colors. And my my response was, man, this is this should this picture should bring us to pray for our nation right now. Yeah, absolutely. Because for them, they're calling on the judgment of God. Right. And I I want to call on the mercy of God. Of course, if God judges us, I, I'm I'm ready for it. But I I, I want to see. Joe Biden repent. Right. I want to see uh, Joe Biden get this evil off the White House lawn. Right. Uh, but here's here's what's crazy. I um I you just know, I just don't trust any politician any, anymore. Conservative. That's not crazy. I've, I've known you haven't trusted politicians for years. Yeah, I know. I know. We we've you just say this that on every show. Fair, fair point. Every show, almost every show. But here's what Joe Biden was saying in 2006 about DOMA. Okay. You know, think about this. The world's going to Hades in a handbasket. You're telling me. (laughs) We are desperately concerned about the circumstance relating to uh, avian flu. We don't have enough vaccines. We don't have enough police officers. And we're going to debate the next three weeks, I'm told, gay marriage, a flag amendment, and God only knows what else. I can't believe the American people can't see through this. We already have a law. The Defense of Marriage Act, where we've all voted, not where I voted and others said, look, marriage is between a man and a woman, and states <laughs> must respect that. <laughs> Nobody's violated that law. There's been no challenge to that law. Why do we need a constitutional amendment? Marriage is between a man and a woman. What's the game going on here? Uh, you know, one thing we should be mindful of, though, if you got to put this in your constitution like that, yeah. then you've already lost the battle. Right. Like, whenever right. that's already something, you don't... You know, this is really hard for us right. to get. It's, it's like passing an amendment that says water runs downhill. Right, exactly. <laughs> gravity. <laughs> gravity, late. it's a law. Too late. When, when you start saying, why do you have to kill, tell your kids this or you have to tell yeah. people this, yeah. then you got to start going back and say something is broken further upstream. Yeah. And we can't fix it by passing laws to do that. Right. 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 Now, it's because it already should be, we don't even need a law for this. Yeah. Although, I, so this is really interesting to me. Guys, there is, uh, oh, Pastor, I'm sorry, I should have poured you some, man. That's right. No, that's right. Um, I, I do have to say, though, that it's been interesting watching Democrats and people on the left take marriage away from conservatives and watching conservative, conservatives let them and them, them legislate this type of morality. They're not having the same. It's really weird. I'm watching so many Christians have these fights. I think it's Andrew Walker's even talking about, you know, he did a review of Christian nationalism by Stephen Wolf. And the, the fact that we're even debating on whether or not the state has a responsibility to push and enforce a certain form of morality right. that it belongs to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords who died for this nation to have the ownership of it, that these Kings throw down their crowns to him. And we're wondering whether or not the, the, the country should have a law that institutes a biblical form of marriage and then enforces that we're, we're having that debate. They're not having that debate. Hmm. They're not having that no, debate. No, they, they understand that the government is always enforcing morality. Some sort of morality. There's always a God. There's yeah. always a religion. There's no neutrality. They're more Vantillian than Vantillians. And, <laughs> and we're sitting up here questioning whether or not that should be. So it's not a, you know, it's not a question of if it's going to happen. It's already happening. And we're giving up this, this ground by being neutral. David French, he lost his, he's lost his mind. Yeah. That space doesn't belong to secularists. There yeah. is no plurality. Do you understand that? This is Christ. He owns it. He died right. for it. Right. And you give it to him and you work in obedience in that way. But And part of the way we do this isn't by fighting for that space necessarily. 
not the same way that the world fights for it. Right. We fight for that space in the way that we live joyful, Christian, loving lives in how we manage our families and our children. And then that bleeds all the way out into society. Right. right? And so, but. Yeah. So this, I mean, this is why Jesus said all authority in heaven and earth is given to me. So that includes America. Right. That includes Great Britain. That includes Ukraine and Russia yeah. and China. Yeah. All of it belongs to him. He says, but therefore go. Yeah. Disciple the nations. So discipleship is where it starts. Yeah, that's right. Training up your children, sharing the gospel with your neighbors, loving your neighbors, um, serving those uh, around you, uh, starting businesses, doing, um, providing goods and services that are blessing to your neighbor in that's the right. name of Jesus. That's why it starts there. Yeah. It, that's the tip of the spear is, is worship, discipleship, and um, on the ground local ministry. There is a, a tendency for Christians to groan when they see stuff like this. And then at the same time say, yeah, but that the civil magistrate has no um, uh, allegiance to, to the cross, right? <laughs> and and they, they hold these two things together. Oh, shame. It's so right. sad. And it's like, but you don't think right. that they should be up there saying, listen, uh, homosexuality is illegal. It is a, it is a judgment right. on our nation to have homosexuality. Right. Right. And we want to promote things that are good and righteous. For, uh, what is this? Romans 13, right? right? We want to promote good and we want to punish wickedness. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they are doing it. They have in, <laughs> in their laws, wickedness. and we're sitting yeah. up here wrestling over. Yeah, but is there religious liberty? <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. Do do right. do we have to do it too? And they're like, well, just give it a minute. We're gonna get rid of that too. Yeah. Right. That's not. No. 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 And and it, it's just frustrating to see the fights that we're having and the ground that they're taking, and it's just like. And, and Christians don't don't realize they're what's already going on. so far ahead of us on this conversation. It's right. really disappointing for people who. Um, are following Christ, act like he has a space that he's relegated to and not. Yeah, yeah. This, that, is, this, authority is, this over. is an area where he is over in some kind of vague, innocuous way. Yeah. But we're not. But and, and, and you know what I think it is? I think it's because they're afraid of the punishments. They they know the law of God, right. but they yeah. don't want to talk about it. What are the consequences of these things? Of disobeying God. What does law. it look like when a yeah. man doesn't love his wife and go out and yeah. commits adultery? Right. Yeah. And fornicates. Is there, is there a you know? criminal consequence? There, yeah, that? Yeah. And that nobody yes, wants to really have that question yeah. answered because they yeah. think that's all Old Testament stuff. Yeah. Right. But it actually has something to do with whether or not you have sin in the land. Right. 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 And when you have sin in the land, the camp, it affects your whole your whole yeah. land, yeah, your whole especially city. your whole, your whole state. It's it's yeah. a I may, maybe also a form. It's funny. I'm I I skimmed through the Andrew Walker um inter yeah yeah I did article. And um and it's like almost in some ways I think he was saying that he thought Wolf was a little bit too romantic about the possibilities of of you know this is you're talking we're talking about something that's never going to happen and number one I would say well I mean America really was very Christian at one point it has happened yeah. Pastor, I'm sorry uh, he, no but, pause it for me how to do it but yeah sure that's ridiculous but but here's my point is I actually think you're, the point you're making is another form of romanticism it's, it's like he's imagining a world where there's no death penalties where there's yeah. no and it's like no no. It's not whether you're going to have a death penalty. It's who's going to die. Right. Yeah. And right now we're murdering, slaughtering babies yep. by the millions. Right. Right. We're, we we have death penalties out the wazoo. Yep. We have, I mean, m massive death penalties being executed. Right. So that Biden can sign that kind of law. Yeah. So that you can you can continue to hump whatever you want right. all day long. Right. Um. Without any kind of um yeah. repercussions. Yeah. And um the natural and the natural yeah. fruit that comes. From sexual union, don't worry, we can cut that off. It was hard enough to get us Christians to think that someone who rapes a woman should get the death penalty. 
We don't. We don't. We don't even hold yeah. to the death penalty in right. Christianity yeah. no, hardly no, anymore. I mean, we got Christians debating whether or not you can murder the baby it, it, for the rape. I I've seen <laughs> so many. Why, why yeah, are we I not know. talking about the rape? I know. I know. <laughs> why you not, you never get to execute one of the one of the victims of a crime? That's right. I've I've watched this happen with theonomy. I'm watching it happen with Christian nationalism. Listen, I I, I see where the Christian nationalism thing is, and I respect what they're doing and what they're with the way that they're going. I really do respect it. But what this happening to me is watching people tear down this view of Christ's reign in the civil realm because they think it's an impossibility instead of positing what should we be doing. Right. And they never and they did this complete with the army. They tore it down and never posited a way forward. And then they complain about the civil magistrate the whole time, yeah, which is what I appreciate like, about Wolf. Shut up, then Wolf, who who actually crit- critiques theonomy, says they're at least there to be praised. For actually trying to posit something positive, right, right. Um, and we can yeah. go. I would rather have that. Let's have that conversation. Let's, I want yeah. that. Let's and, go. But what's really yeah. interesting is the people who are having the conversation with Christian nationalism, whatever it is, they are having the conversation of the enemy. Ultimately, right. they're saying, "How do we apply God's law to the civil realm?" Amen. And that's the only conversation yeah. I care to have. Right. Well, Not whether if we should. Yeah. Well, we don't understand how much neutrality has kind of crept in okay. to this whole conversation yeah. because right. I mean, really, all form other forms of sexual relationships are parasitic to. Marriage right. to Christian marriage to Christian sexual relationship. Right. It's all suicidal. It's all suicidal. It's all parasitic. But, but but it only and they're able to prop it up because there's actually still marriages happening who are being and, fruitful. They're being fruitful. Yeah. And then they groom our kids. Yeah. And, take and, and David French. I mean, would he recognize that, that they're parasitic? Well, he has to say he has to but, say that you know? that what Biden has just done is a parasite. Good. He signed a parasite bill. He has to say though that it's good for the nation. Yeah. And if you uh, just, well, he came out in support of it. That's insane. Yeah, that's absolutely and, insane. And he flip flopped him because he said, "I used to be against this, but I'm now for it." it yeah, mm. yeah. That's. Well, anyways, uh, there's one other connection to this. It was really interesting. I didn't see this video. I didn't actually know it existed before. But in the past, um, I remember. You remember when Biden drilled uh, Clarence Thomas? Well, apparently, there's this uh, video of Clarence Thomas kind of chalk talking. Okay. That that drill, and and so check this out. There's going to be almost impossible for non-lawyers to grasp in an exchange. You know, and I know, it is a big, big deal. And in conclusion, one of the things you do in hearings is you have to sit there and look attentively at people you know have no idea what they're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so good. So, So Biden has always been super condescending. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's just like, you and know. You know. And very confident about it. Not, he's, not, he's not yelling here, at least. No, he's smiling. You know? He's smiling. Not red. The, the only thing that could blue. Been, the only thing that could have been more offensive if he would have said, you know what I'm talking about, brother? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, my man? <laughs> you're not really black if you're not ready to vote for me. Yep. <laughs> me and Corn Pop. Why, why did we play that clip? <laughs> I, I just like the fact that Clarence Thomas just said Biden doesn't know what he's talking so about. So this is like you just want to pile just, on Biden. It's a little funny. Gets my funny bone. So recently Biden was. I'm uh, glad we're here for your funny bone game. So, so that's re- what this show is about. My funny bone. Recently Biden was at the U.S. African Leaders Summit in, in uh, just this, just this, in Washington. Uh, yeah, in Washington. I think it was today, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it's today or yesterday. It's yesterday. It yesterday. So it says the producer. Okay. Way to go. I listen to our The producer's always right. Right, Gabe? And it's it it blows my mind all the no. It depends. It depends. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Oh, that's some back back in the channel. It 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 blows my mind 
how much we're in the middle of all this inflation, our economy and everything, and all the money. We're actually, this week, con- uh, Congress and, and the House and Senate are meeting to pass the uh, a year-long budget bill. Okay. It's like $1.6 <laughs> trillion and something like that. It's got all sorts of pork in it. I guarantee it's got more funding for Ukraine. Well, anyways, Biden's at this uh, U.S. African Leader Summit, and, and they're wanting to give more money to Africa. MCC investments are part of the work we're doing worldwide through the Partnership for Global Infrastructure and Investment. I propose this initiative together with the rest of the G7 to help fill the need for quality, high-standard infrastructure in Africa and in low-income and middle-income countries around the world. At the G7 meeting earlier this year, we announced our intention to collectively mobilize $600 billion in the next five years. Today's announcement, joint join a portfolio of Partnership for Global Infrastructure and Investment Projects already underway in Africa, including mobilizing $8 billion in public and private finance to help South Africa replace coal-fired power plants with renewable energy sources and develop cutting-edge energy solutions like clean hydrogen. A deal worth $2 billion to build solar energy projects in Angola. $600 million in high-speed communications cable that will connect Southeast Asia to Europe via Egypt and the Horn of Africa and help bring high-speed internet connectivity to countries all along the way. The bottom line is simple. Trade runs on reliable infrastructure to support and secure resilient supply chains. I can't hear him. Improving Africa's infrastructure is essential to our vision. Did he he ask his PR people to play this music? No, we put it in there. We put it in there. But here we are, billions of dollars going to Africa. And if I could, if I could go to Africa and, and just give them one little piece of advice, don't take that hook. Don't take that. That's that just bait. what a racist would say. And, and but part of what's going on here is why don't not, you want black people to have a whole lot of money? Why don't you? I'm just saying. Well, um, we, we well, real quick. Them, you know, if, if someone money. if someone came to me and said, Gabe, I want to bless you with five million dollars, my family, and I didn't earn it. Uh, I didn't do anything for it. I don't even know what it's like to make $5 million. How do I know how to handle $5 million? That's that's what you I think. You way more racist. You just said blessed with $5 million. I'm like, well, well thank you. I, I would be um, nervous to take that money. Okay, so I, I, I hear because, you. Because of yeah. potential pitfalls, I, because I've never managed $5 million. Well, I don't know what it's like well, to get there. Especially if it's a thug. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. it's, 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 well, a, God, it's a godfather. You yeah. know, he's like, "Hey, here's five million dollars. I got five million dollars for you." Yeah, yeah, I would have a problem with that. Well, what's going I mean, on? That's what this is. Though. I mean, well, I mean, this is. It's like, also a proxy no, war this, here. This well, is a yeah. little deeper. What's going on here is this is a fight with China, yeah. and this is a Cold War yeah. battle. Right, right now, China has been investing heavily into African infrastructure yeah. uh, as a proxy war against America, and so. Right now, America is like, okay, how do we fight against China in Africa? And the pawns are African nations, right? right? right. And so they know it. Yeah. Uh, they are talking about the fact that they've been, that colonization has actually taken on a new front yeah. to the point that it's not, oh, we just come in and colonize you. It's now kind of with the dole of handed out. Yeah. So now we're beholden to you and it looks good in front of people. And, and so they get what's going on. Yeah. And this is this. Look, if you're going to beat China, we've talked about this before. We probably need to keep talking about this and hitting this. If you're going yeah. to beat a socialist communist nation, you don't, don't beat it out by trying to give more money. That's right. OK, don't don't beat it out by more communism. The reason why we are <laughs> exporting out 
and trying to fight with China this way is because we are we just saw the the disrespect for marriage act. Yep. We are compromised and don't know what beats communism yep. and socialism. Yeah. We think more death will because that's what we're creating here with this disrespect for marriage act, this right. fruitlessness. Yep. So we don't have an idea of what fruitfulness looks like or what freedom looks like. Yep. He should have got up there and said something like, "Listen, we know that African nations have been the pawn and taken advantage of." Throughout history, we know that you know that you know what it's like to be beholden to somebody who comes in and rapes your land and holds you hostage through gifts. Okay, you don't want that. And we don't want that for you. So here's what we want to do. We want you to have your own internal economy that builds your own thing so you don't have to be beholden to anyone. We want to humanize you. Exactly. And what what taking money from other nations is going to do is dehumanize you. You know how we know? Because we've done it here in America and it was wrong. Look what what we did to black America here. We crippled them. Nothing could beat black America through slavery. The whole time the family is intact. Everything is is working and advancing in a better way for them. And then here comes... um, here Fast comes welfare, and yeah. welfare comes in and destroys the black man and the black family, and yeah. now they're just they're, they're desolate in America. Yeah. We don't want that for you. Right. We're trying to fix that problem ourselves. The best thing you could do is say no to it, and and then have. We want to send missionaries to come in the church to be a blessing to That's you right. so that you can learn how to grow your own food, make yep. your own infrastructures, build your own things, so that you don't have to be beholden to anybody to take any cash. Right. Because what the end of this is going to be the strings that China has to manipulate you, whichever way you want to go. We, if we talked like that, I think that would resonate with a nation that has really been yeah. ransacked. Yeah. And they are already talking about the fact that, look, we don't want this proxy war. And yeah. America's playing the same game. Right. You're playing the same game as China. How can we, and I don't know yet why Africa is so important to China, but it absolutely is. And it has, I'm sure it has something to do with cutting off our labor in one way or another. Well, China is actually in the process of collapsing. I mean, they don't have enough people. Yeah, so their, their economy is. What do you mean they don't have enough people? They got a billion no, no, people. No, no, no. They, they, they have the same no, problem. They're, no, they their one child um, policy destroyed has them. destroyed them, and they have a massively aging population. They don't have, mm. any, they don't have yeah. any. I don't know the stats. On, I don't have those at the tip of my finger. But they're they're the upcoming generation is nowhere near able to take over what Japan they have too. in place. Wow, yeah. Japan um, too. And uh, and so um, if you read people like um, Peter Zihon, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, who I still think you should get on our show, but you never do yeah, get the guests he's, on the show that I ask you. I've to. reached out. I've reached out to him. And um, yeah. but I, um, he, you know, he's not a Christian, not a believer. Yeah. I think there's some holes in, in some of his theories, but yeah. he's a really interesting um, geopolitical anal- mm-hmm. um, analyst. And he's he's basically saying if America just sits tight, China loses. Yeah, China's gone. I want to add wow. to his his analysis though but, and say sits tight and has babies. Yeah. Otherwise, we're yeah. following well, this. Well, part part of his analysis is the fact that we've if you, even even with our lack of of reproduction, um, we still have done better than most because of one wow. generation, the baby boomers. Yeah. Well, no, he's actually analyzing modern statistics. Yeah, but he's but he puts a lot of it on yeah. the baby boomers yeah. are the ones that kind of held us off until right. otherwise, without that generation, yeah. we we would have been in trouble. Yeah. So so worldmeter dot, dot info says that China has about one point four uh, billion people. Um, that's neither here nor there. I'm just. <laughs> 
Thank you. I'm just. Is it for your shirt? Is that for your funny bone? Is that for your funny bone? No, no. Is is for my my data itch. I want to know how many of them are over the age of sixty or over the age of yeah. That's what's the replacement population. All right, stop it. That's all you get. Dime Payments is a Christian-owned processing payment business. Every business needs a payment process system, so please go to dimepayments.com/flf and sign your business up today. Working with them supports us. They won't cancel you like Stripe canceled President Trump. They won't cancel you like Mailchimp canceled the Babylon Bee. Check them out. At least have a phone call. Tell them that Cross Politics sent you. Ooh. Go to dimepayments.com slash FLF. Mm. What's the song? Beard song. Psalm of the day. Psalm 23. There. Cheers to the king. Cheers. Love this. Love this version. Yep. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is uh, the king of love my shepherd is. Yep. You'll find on Spotify. Hmm. This is probably the most famous of all the Psalms, and it pictures God, the Lord, as a shepherd who both cares for and feeds his people as his flock of sheep. He gives them everything they need so they don't don't lack anything, including rest. It also pictures the work of God the shepherd who leads and protects, even in the valley of shadows, with his rod and staff comforting, correcting, and defending. The image, of course, shifts at the end of the psalm from the shepherd sheep picture to the table in the house of the Lord. The poetry may have the tabernacle or temple in mind or else a royal palace or maybe both at the same time. Definitely beer and wine. Uh, many yeah. there, there is a cup that's overflowing. Yeah. Many commentators note that David was the shepherd king. And early church commentators frequently translated the opening line as the Lord is my ruler, interestingly enough. Or as this metrical version starts, the king of love. In fact, in Ezekiel, the shepherds of Israel are actually the kings of Israel. And they are condemned for fleecing the flock of God and devouring them instead of feeding them and protecting them. Then in the Gospels, Jesus says that he's the good shepherd. He's not a hireling who runs off when the wolves come. Mm. He gives his life for the sheep. He knows his sheep. He knows them all by name. And in the Gospels, Herod is actually pictured as this false shepherd king, like the old kings of Israel. And he allows John the Baptist's head to be literally presented in his royal palace on a platter, as though he were devouring the sheep because he feared his table guests. But in the verses that immediately follow, it says that Jesus was moved with compassion uh, because they were a sheep, not having a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. And right after the disciples tell Jesus, right after that, the disciples tell Jesus that he should send the multitude away since he has, it's gotten late and they have nothing to eat. But if you know that Jesus is a good shepherd, what's he going to say? You give them something to eat. The good shepherd wants to feed his flock. And this leads right into the feeding of the 5,000. Part of the lesson here is, of course, that Jesus is the good shepherd who cares for his sheep. Part of the lesson is also that he is busy raising up under shepherds, beginning with the first disciples who will be charged with feeding and guarding the flock of God, just like Paul says in Acts 20 and Peter says in 1 Peter 5. And that means lots of teaching, just like Jesus did. Good teaching guards and good teaching feeds. But it's also interesting that when Jesus feeds the multitudes, he says, it says that he instructs them to sit down in ranks by hundreds and by fifties, Mark 6, 40, which tells you that Jesus is the good shepherd. The good shepherd king is also raising an army. Herod devours his people. Jesus feeds his people. Herod is destroying his own kingdom, but Jesus is building 
his kingdom. So the Lord is our perfect shepherd. He's leading all of us together and each one of us individually with name-specific compassion. The king of love, my shepherd is. But he's leading us to his house, to his table, where he's making us kings and priests. He's making us his armies. The charge today is if you're a leader, imitate the good shepherd king, Jesus is, in caring for your flocks. And the charge to everyone is to trust our good shepherd king. He's leading us exactly where we need to go so that we will lack nothing. And of course, it's no accident that our king was born at Christmas and laid in a food trough. He was born to become our food, our life. And as we gather with his people week after week at his table, in his house, in the presence of our enemies, we are being turned into his armies, his ranks of hundreds and fifties. So do not fear anything. Do not fear Biden. Do not fear the Supreme Court. Do not fear China or Russia. We are right on schedule, right where we are supposed to be. And our shepherd king is with us, leading us, guiding us forever. There's certain imagery that really affects you when you see it. And you remember the, uh, there's this video that goes around the internet where the sheep jumps into a ditch and then the owners come and pick the sheep out of the ditch and then, you know, the sheep runs again and jumps right back in the ditch too. I've never, it's it's changed my mind forever on how dumb sheep really are. And that's, that's us. God's patient with us. Dump, jumping into ditch after ditch after ditch. Know, I got a sheep. Know, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. He's yeah. a good shepherd. Yeah. And, he's and keeping we're, us out we're of the sheep. That's right. Amen. Yeah. Babe, I have so many jokes. About oh, I got, you I got more. I got more where that <laughs> came from. Yep. Yep. <laughs> sheep. I won't say it. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have you some kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until tomorrow, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politic. While God created the world, the morning stars sang together. After God delivered Israel through the Red Sea, Moses and Miriam led the people in singing. God destroyed Israel's enemies under King Jehoshaphat while the choir sang. When Jesus was born, the angels sang, and before going to the cross, he sang. God rejoices over us with singing, and one of the only things we know for certain that everyone will be doing in heaven is singing. At New St. Andrews College, we understand that music is not an elective. It is central to our being and identity. We endeavor to train all our students in a joyful and robust musical literacy that will help them shape culture in a Christ-like direction wherever they go. Additionally, we offer the Certificate of Music in conjunction with our bachelor's degree in liberal arts and culture for students who desire extra music training beyond the regular music courses they will take as a part of the core curriculum. In the certificate program, you won't simply appreciate music or listen to it or talk about it. You will do music. You will study it, analyze it, read it, write it, sing it, and play it. You will receive private instruction in your primary instrument as well as secondary lessons in voice, piano, conducting, and other instruments. You will receive a solid foundation in music theory and analysis. You will study music history, church music, and music pedagogy. And when you graduate, you will leave with the ability to sing, play, understand, and steward music in whatever church or community you plant yourself. I'm Dr. David Erb, and this is the Certificate of Music at New St. Andrews College. Putting off writing that proposal again? Yeah, we've been there. Proposal writing can be tough. It takes work, and if you're not careful, you can set up your company for failure. 
Well, that's where we come in. Smart Pricing Table is an innovative application that focuses on, well, the pricing table. Instead of a static document and constant back and forth, our platform creates interactive proposals that empower your prospects. Not sure if something is needed? Make it optional. Have complicated services that vary? Let your customer do the work with line item upsells. Have reoccurring services? Easy peasy. With Smart Pricing Table, you can create attractive proposals quickly. And our system is built for reuse, so you can get out of that hamster wheel. Give your customers choice and close deals quickly with Smart Pricing Table.